I interviewed Andrew Rodriguez, who has a PhD in school psychology from the University of Florida. He currently works in Okanogan County, which is in Washington State. Washington is a state in which all healthcare is integrated um, physically and mentally. Last year, he worked with the Western Nebraska Behavioral Health Clinic's mental health promotion program um, that was about changing attitudes and beliefs surrounding mental health issues in a rural student population. The main takeaway or lesson learned I had from this expert interview experience is that every health promotion program is not going to be perfect or go as according to plan. But it's okay because there are always lessons to be learned um, as well as impact made on the participants even if overall it wasn't as successful as originally planned. When asked, what is your background in regard to education and work experience, Dr. Rodriguez responded with, I have received a PhD in school psychology. I had experience working in schools, but during my doctorate program, I decided to specialize in clinical health psychology. I completed an APA-approved internship focusing on integrated behavioral health and primary care. Currently, I am an integrated behavioral health consultant in a family medicine clinic. I provide brief assessments, intervention, and consultation services in the family medicine clinic. I work with patients of all ages, providing behavioral health services for medical and psychological conditions. I see patients as issues come up during their medical visits for scheduled initial consultations and follow-up appointments. On any given day, I may provide parent management training for problem behaviors, cognitive screening, cognitive behavioral therapy for depression and anxiety, and interventions to improve health behaviors, such as increasing physical activity or decreasing caloric intake. How does your current role relate to nutrition program design? Dr. Rodriguez responded with, My role offers many opportunities to design health promotion programs. I work in a rural area and have access to most of the community and schools. Clinical pathways, community events, and groups all provide valuable opportunities to initiate programs and evaluate outcomes. For example, when a patient struggles with weight loss and or diabetes management, they will get medical intervention from their primary care provider, nutrition intervention from the nutritionist, and behavioral intervention from me to provide an interdisciplinary approach. If necessary, patients can also receive case management services to provide an extra layer of support. Community events where people can come to learn about Starting nutritious diets or walk for a cause can be beneficial too. Finally, group intervention for a common issue, such as pain management, can be implemented to teach skills and increase social support. What experience do you have in planning, implementing, and evaluating nutrition education programs? Dr. Rodriguez responded, I have taken public health coursework, such as epidemiology, and program evaluation coursework as a foundation in planning, implementing, and evaluating health promotion programs. During my internship, my clinical supervisor and I planned, implemented, and evaluated a program to improve mental health for 8th grade students. We used and adapted a program that was created in the UK for this purpose. We received enthusiastic permission from the program's creators. The program was implemented every week for about six weeks in a Midwestern 8th grade health class. 
since this was done in a rural area, we were able to reach the entire eighth grade class. We administered a pre and post evaluation to assess for change and a program evaluation to determine acceptability and feasibility of the program. Unfortunately, there was not a significant change in their attitudes toward mental health. We speculated various reasons for this, such as living in a rural location and sociocultural values of the Midwest US. However, the program evaluation was very positive. These students found the program to be highly acceptable and feasible. The teacher provided positive feedback as well. What do you find particularly rewarding with planning, implementing, and or evaluating programs? What are the biggest challenges? Dr. Rodriguez responded, there are many rewarding aspects of planning, implementing, and evaluating these programs. The foremost being the support and exposure to health promotion that is offered to people. I have learned that even if the data does not support a change, the fact that people have the exposure can plant a seed, so to speak. The next most rewarding element is being able to make a difference in people's lives. Finally, reaching many people as opposed to a few is a significant reward. There are certainly many challenges as well. Engagement, motivation, and resources are typically the main challenges. You can imagine how difficult it is to get 8th graders engaged in discussing mental health. It can be very disappointing to plan an elaborate program and, and implement it, only to find that the participants are not as interested as you expected. Res resources always seem to be an issue. Getting people, materials, time, and energy together can be fraught with obstacles. However, I maintain that the rewards typically outweigh the challenges. What advice do you have for a student in this field? Dr. Rodriguez responded, Advice that I would give to students is, like I stated, keep in mind that the rewards of the programs can significantly surpass the challenges. I would advise students to be passionate about what they are doing and to remember that helping people is their motivation. Use learning theories to ensure people are understanding and storing information. Even if you feel like what you are doing is not making a difference, every little bit helps. Remember that you are planting seeds. With time, your program may be the one thing that triggers a change in someone's behavior. We also spoke of some of the more successful activities within the program. He mentioned the interactive activities and ones that were faster paced seem to be more success successful. Um, as well as a discussion with peers, especially when a safe space environment was created. I also asked about what things were less successful or had to change within the program. The main thing he mentioned was the content itself was difficult for the students to comprehend, especially because they had no prior knowledge of mental health since the awareness is so low in rural areas. I asked about how these stakeholders got involved and how the program itself got started. He mentioned his clinical supervisor had a previous relationship with the school district um, and some of the counselors working beneath her worked in the schools. She reached out to the superintendent, principal, and counselors, and they all agreed for the need for improved mental health awareness and were on board with the program. Lastly, we talked about what specific evaluation techniques were used within the program. One of the formative methods was a community survey um, that consisted of 10 questions 
that surveyed the current attitudes about mental health in the area. A pre and post test that were mentioned earlier were also used. Um, they consisted of 23 questions that evaluated the change in attitude before and after the um, duration of the program.